0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Dicey D20. I'm Noah, your Dungeon Master, joined by our three Fantabulous players. One more Fantabulous than the rest, though. Big round of applause to our Bright Lord, leveled up last game. Oh my god, I'm excited. Oh. All the applause. <laughs> Before we start, maybe tell, people, tell the people what you actually receive for leveling up, just so that they're aware of your abilities and it's not like a surprise okay. when you say, I make my sword. Maybe they like surprises. I thought oh,
1: God.
2: <laughs> okay, well, uh, starting at the second level, I got this attack. It's called Light Blows. So Light, sh- blows. light yeah, blows. Light Blows. Yeah,
0: light does blow. <laughs> <laughs> Dark. Dark Lords <laughs> for light.
2: So uh, every strike gains an extra push from the brewing light within. You may now add half your proficiency bonus to the damage of all your successful <laughs> melee attacks.
0: That's awesome, so that's that's plus one every single time you roll damage for a melee attack, that's cool. Alright, so before we begin, any questions, comments, or concerns from our players? Because our hour and a half begins now. I have many concerns. (laughs) I also wrote it. Let's let's listen to Josh's concerns. (laughs) What are your concerns, Josh? First off,
2: I think I helped kill a guy yesterday, I didn't get any XP. Did you? Yeah, yeah, remember the guy hit with a fireball? I'm sorry. It's, uh, yeah, it's a no-go. Yeah, it's a no-go.
1: Final, final blow only, Josh. Yeah, I, I not even heard about that. I just teased like him it. a little bit. It's a little <laughs> bit of foreplay.
0: <laughs> do you get XP for foreplay, though? I hope I so. I think you do, yeah. <laughs> about my experience. My experience. I sure hope
1: so.
0: <laughs> no. Okay. No no XP for that, yeah. unfortunately. All right, I'll
2: stay level one. That's cool.
0: It's Leave cool. me at the bottom. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's okay, Josh. We'll no, uh, Treat uh, we'll, him like we'll a level slave. You
0: start from the bottom. You could be here eventually, so yeah, well, uh, just whatever. like Drake said, one. Was Drake <laughs> I believe that was Jesus. So. Okay, let's begin. Last we left off, just for those who are joining us now and maybe hadn't heard the last episode, our players, Josh, also known as Tyson McKay, our Planeswalker of the Fire variety, level one. as well as a- <laughs> level one. <laughs> As well as our Bright Lord were taking a nap in the evening time, you know, as were their captors, the Hobgoblins, and unbeknownst to them, foul play was afoot. Bullywugs had attacked at night. Their little poison darts <laughs> flying through the air, mucking people, mucking things. However, they did not seem to want to kill the prisoners. And they took them all hostage. There was a little fight between the Bright Lord and a Bullywug, a little fight between you and four It wasn't really a fight, you just kind of yielded to their demands, which were to join the rest of the group. What have you done in that situation, Noah? i don't know I, I would have skinned them alive and made some <laughs> nice soup no oh my God. you're right the peace and the peaceful and uh and <laughs> the peaceful mouse folk everyone only when provoked <laughs> only when provoked shoving spears into my torso so when, <laughs> so picking up where we, where we left off you're now being escorted at spear point through the, the marsh at night the, the air is warm and humid as you guys walk through the swamp you're not unfamiliar with the swamp's topography your your feet make squelching sounds as you walk your your bottom of your boots are are wet moist if not moist. wet yes. oh. <laughs> Any any <laughs> any uh, any chance to use the word moist? But as you guac, you find yourself <laughs> as you're guacking towards your. I, I did go through. We went through the, the playback, and yeah, it was guac, So And I'm it's just gonna cool. use guac. In and never use and I enjoy it. <laughs> so as you're guacking towards these distant lights up ahead, you can't help but feel maybe slightly more secure than you were with the hobgoblins these guys maybe don't seem like as big a threat. The only threat is seemingly that there's so many of them. Now that you have a better look, you realize that their number appears to be about 30. Mm, Okay. yeah. We could take
2: them. That is less than 40. We could take them. How much soup you can make with that?
0: (laughs) Frog legs. Frog legs. We're going to feed a whole village. As you guys approach the lights, you find that they're actually torches, which are burning, and they're being held in place on the sides of a large tower. Now, the tower is made of logs, fallen trees in the swamps. So they're, they're not exactly dry wood, nor are they worked in any way. It seems like the bullywogs have just t- like piled these together to make a tower of some sort. Um, Genius. Yeah. Well, they're not... They're averagely intelligent, I suppose. For those who don't know, the bullywogs intelligence is minus two. Is <laughs> like that like averagely Miles intelligent? <laughs> that's, you know what? That's that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> it is averagely intelligent. It's less than average. <laughs> but there are other torches, and they seem to light up a small village community of Bullywugs. As you guys are led past this large tower, atop of which there are two Bullywugs, both with spears uh, and paint, which they've used to to outline their eyes. You can see that kind of in the darkness.
1: Glamorous! <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck was that? <laughs> Who said <You> that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: you are walked past a number of. Well, basically, you're on, you're on a makeshift path through a bunch of wattle and daub houses that's made of mud and other sticks of sort. Mm-hmm. Any chance to throw in my knowledge of archaeological. Material. Yeah, no, we know. Waddle and dog. Yeah. So Peace you walk through. So you walk through this small path, and uh, from from the darkness and from from the the sides of houses, you see the eyes of these frog humanoids looking at you, and you are eventually prodded and poked into a large open area in the middle of these houses. In front of you, there is a very large. I would I guess I would call it a throne, but it's probably not the kind that you're familiar with. It's a top a lot of dead logs which have kind of been again piled Mm -hmm. this time horizontally not vertically so there's a little bit of an elevated platform if you will and on top of that there's a stump which has kind of been carved to look like a royal seat of some kind Mm -hmm. in that seat sorry what so that's pretty cool it's pretty cool it's very cool in that seat there is a buliwook he's remarkably large Compared to the rest, he's at least double all the other sizes. Whether this is because he's just eaten a lot more, because he's the big man on campus, that could be it. But he also, he also just seems to be a lot stronger than the rest. And there are many bullywug females Ooh, I Ooh, feeding him. <laughs> When, and then he shoes them away with a little hand gesture every once in a while. But as you guys approach, the leader or the king of the bullywugs seems to put out one of his slimy hands towards all the female bullywugs, and a silence falls over the bullywug encampment. The leader of the the raiding party that took you guys prisoner, right, the thirty bullywugs, yeah. pushes you all forward so you're right in front of the throne, and then they proceed to to kind of kick the back of your knees one by one, you know, kind of just pushing you down so that you're in more of a kneeling position. Would you like to wait until you're kicked, or would you like to kind of just kneel of your own volition? I'd yeah. like mean, to turn around yeah. so you can't kick my kneecaps. <laughs> okay, you do so. They, three bullywugs immediately come towards you with spears, and they kind of point them at your chest, not attacking, <laughs> just simply reminding you who's in control here. I kneel the wrong way.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> they escort you up to your feet mm-hmm. their hands very slimy mm-hmm. on, your, on your bare arms Ooh. and then they they forcefully put you down on your knees the correct way yeah but he knows he knows that I don't respect him
2: <laughs> a Little strength check resist <laughs> I'm gonna wait till I get kicked okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> like two bully <laughs> words
0: forcefully kick the back of your knees other people have already undergone this so it yeah. just seems at this point like wow. you're either oblivious or you don't care so you do go down okay okay The king of the Bullywugs then looks over you all, and another Bullywug from the side, who's not one of his females, comes forward. Uh, This Bullywug is wearing long, draping robes of sorts and has a cane made of wood. Walks forward and actually speaks in common, which is fairly uncommon for Bullywugs. He says, The illustrious and glorious Vox welcomes you to his swamp. Please kneel before him. We're already Uh, already down.
1: (laughs) first (laughs) Shrek? As you (laughs) do.
0: Do you actually speak or is this just banter? No, I say we actually are now kneeled down already. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one of the bullywugs from behind roughly jabs you in the back with a spear, not oh. like the butt of his spear, not like the actual spear, but he misses. <laughs> <laughs> oh so God. another one attempts to do the same thing, which hits with a perfect twenty. Oh uh, the wind is knocked out of you, and you're unable to speak for the next minute. <laughs> oh my God, can I do other stuff? Define other stuff. Like sign language. Or <laughs> you something? can
1: do sign language. The wind was knocked out, so it's got to go somewhere. It's just toot.
0: To air just <laughs> what are you toot the air out? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're never gonna get an R rating. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> <Cock. laughs> so he he introduces Vox and then says, "You are mere guests in our lands. Please tell us what your business is, and to what do you contribute to our glorious leader?" You can't talk, yeah. Josh. So. <laughs> you are a bright lord, though you can you can figure this out. Ah, uh, just start a fight while Josh
2: is down. <laughs> <laughs> just lying there, <laughs> so I'm just running away. <laughs> I'm just yeah. I'm gonna say uh, well, I've I was walking through the woods trying to find evil to like, kill.
0: <gasps> yeah, there's a bunch of gasps amongst the bullywugs. Evil, because oh, they all understand evil? <laughs> evil, because <laughs> I am a bright lord.
2: If you do not know, okay show
0: your guns. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who can't Romy see G20, it. He flexed. <laughs> for those yeah, for those of you who didn't understand what was happening there, they can't really see your biceps through your armor. <laughs> <laughs> but your armor is shiny. Uh, and it looks nice. Okay. So, yeah, I
2: explained that and then I came across some, you know, fireballs coming out of this cave and uh so I, I put I decided, my hand up as if to say that's me. Yeah, I point over to uh, Josh as I lie in the mud. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I went to go help out, and there was these hobgoblins, hobgoblins in yeah. the cave, and they had all these prisoners that are here now, mm-hmm. so and I, I saved decided, them. Yeah, I decided to save them, but it didn't go too well.
0: So the translator, the 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 bullywugan robes, who is currently speaking with everyone, says, "Ah, the hobgoblins." we don't tolerate their kind in our lands. Me neither. They don't pay the glorious Vox the tribute that he deserves. Do you come through our lands bearing tribute? Ask what what, what, what is this tribute? You say that many <laughs> <laughs> what's. <laughs> what is tribute? Did you think you could merely walk through our lands without paying some form of tithe? Well, I think, you know,
2: clearing the lands of evil is good enough
0: we keep our lands the way we want them mm. <laughs> he well, says no, I'm talking
2: you. about all the other land there's more than just here we only care about our swamps well there's more than just your swamps out there <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay I think he's aware that there's more than the swamps I think he's trying to point out that you know but you
2: know your swamp is very nice no, so oh. I'm enjoying it so far I would just like to know what this tribute to Vox is
0: Okay, so as you say that, all right, the orator, the translator, snaps his froggy fingers and two Bullywugs come up from behind the throne and they place a chest before the king's feet and they open it. There's a lot of silver and gold pieces inside. A couple nice things like goblets, cashmula. I'm not giving any gold. <laughs> I say thank you, but I'm good on gold. <laughs> Once again, I, I don't know if it's been a minute, but if it has, it's let's, see what, been a yeah, let's see what happens. <laughs> Another spear butt to the back, I think. <laughs> 18. Oh,
2: boy. That's,
0: uh, that's plus one, so it's definitely a hit. I don't deserve those. <laughs> this time, you take multi-damage. <laughs> Silence, says the translator. He then says, these are tributes paid by other trespassers in our land, and we will get it, whether you like it or not.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So you're asking for
0: money, I'm assuming? Treasure. Items of wealth. Do notice the king's crown jeweled with emeralds and sapphires. Notice his scepter and the king seems to know the word scepter because he points to the scepter Vox <laughs> oh. doesn't seem super smart but he's definitely very showboaty and he shows a scepter which is made of silver is there a stick nearby? on the ground? yes roll me a perception check <laughs> 18. 18 plus 5 you see a stick that's about I don't know 14 inches
2: <laughs> please don't throw it at him
0: <laughs> it's not super like I mean it, it is what it is Really like it's I just I, over a foot long I pass it to Rogar
2: I'm not going to accept it. <laughs> <Don't> do it. <laughs> Very good. No. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to be the one getting all the consequences if I take the stick.
1: Steph, he just wants you to offer the stick as okay. treasure. So, make it, make it glow. <laughs> Whoa. Do it. <laughs> kind of scared, though, to see
2: what he's going to do. What, they're going to beat you? If can... Josh just took two damage. I'm not about getting my health low. Worst comes the worst they just hit me yeah how, <laughs> how about I, I glow it for you then you hand it in okay okay i uh, use my light cantrip on the stick and give it to josh what color do you want it i want a gold okay gold,
0: gold this is a golden light coming off of just just over a foot long stick <laughs> yeah now in the mud what would you like to do i would like to grab it <laughs> okay brush off the mud You do so. The Bullywug behind you looks concerned, at the very least. You can't see it because you're obviously focusing on your stick, but he's about to hit you again. I put my hands up with the stick in my hand. Okay. But, like, non-threatening. Okay. I say, I have a tribute for you. (laughs) 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 Oh, I love it what oh, what could be better than <laughs> tricking your captors <laughs> how long does this blowing light last? an hour I think oh good this is going to be <laughs> it's yeah. fantastic an hour Vox says and what have you brought for tribute oh sarcastic one <laughs> <laughs>
1: he knows my name
0: <laughs> It's uh, it's a golden stick a golden stick golden stick very rare Roll me a deception check. <laughs> the, it is very rare. It's the second lie you've told, but it's the first one I'm going to roll for. It's uh, well, bring it here, Vox says, and uh, he points to the bullywug behind you, who grabs the stick out of your hand and waddles forth and hands it to Vox, who's uh, hands it up to Vox, who's up on the, the platform. Vox then inspects it and does an investigation check on it. He rolls an eighteen. <laughs> However, his intelligence is minus two, so it's a sixteen. He's fairly certain it's a Rolled stick. A seventeen. Hmm? I got seventeen. Yeah, no, he's investigating the stick, though. He's not, he's not... uh, Oh, I see. Yeah, he's not checking to see whether you're lying. Oh, I see. He's just checking out the stick after. Even with the 18 minus 2, he's fairly certain it's a stick. But it does glow, and he says, Strange, it appears to be a stick. (laughs) And then he snaps it in half. Uh Let's just roll a strength check to see if he does so. I hope it's a 1. 11 plus 1. He does break the stick. (laughs) I say, still...
1: my what kind of power you have.
0: Roll <laughs> <laughs> <make> me flattery. <laughs> 15. He seems flattered. Yes. Yeah. But he says, This is this is no magical item. I definitely thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you find this? He says
2: in a cave... Deception where... check.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going
2: to wait for the oh end of God. that
0: stupid sentence. Bye. <laughs> Should you not pay the correct tribute to Vox, you will be kept indefinitely. Kept where? Roll me a d20. Plus your charisma. Uh, so, 14. The translator points, and to the left, or the opposite side of this open area that you're in, on the other side of the podium in the throne, there is a large cage, Made of wood, uh, it looks like it's well over forty feet long. Made of wood, those fools.
2: <laughs> they just are cast fire on it. <laughs>
0: the wood's fairly damp, so I mean, I wouldn't say it's flammable. I have lots of fire. Okay, well, we'll see where that <laughs> leads us. <Your planes laughs> Inside, there fire. are you can see the eyes of human beings as well as the glowing green and yellow eyes of creatures which you haven't encountered before. The captors,
2: alligator people. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to the translator.
0: Okay, what would you like to say?
2: I'm going to say, uh, well, most of these people are slaves and they've lost like everything, so they
0: can't really give anything to Vox. The translator says, that is not the illustrious Vox's problem. Take them away to the cages. And so the Bullywugs move all of the people who are obviously prisoners. They start to move Tyson McKay over Scar! to the cages. I resist. Two Bullywugs had gone to to pick you up off of your feet, so you're just going to like try and shake them off? Yeah. Okay, roll me a strength check, because they're going to roll strength checks to try and... six. Cool. Well, that's better than the one. That nice. <laughs> um, he accidentally elbows his fellow Bullywug, doing one damage. Ooh, nice. Okay. Uh, that Bullywug is then going to trip to the ground with a oh two. Boy. <laughs> However, he does match your strength check of six, and in fact, he adds one, because he has a strength of... Twelve, So you get seven So even though he elbows his body to the ground He does eventually get a hold of you And they begin to walk you over to the cages Am I walking over as well? No, they seem to think that you might have cashmula Or some type of tribute ability Okay I'll, I'll let them walk Josh and them away to the cages Okay Do you continue to resist, or are you just... Yeah, I'm absolutely continuing to resist (laughs) this guy. Okay, so what are you going to do? Are you going to... Like, he's got me by my arms. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to try and rip my arms loose. Okay, so grapple check again. This time he gets an 18 total. 17 plus 1. 15. The Bullywug, surprisingly, though being shorter than you, does keep a hold of you, and continues to pull you towards the cages. You are now 10 feet away from the door of the cage, which is open. You'll have one more chance to escape. Okay. I see him now pulling out the tablet with the spell list, so I, things are about to get
2: good. I hold my <laughs> my arm behind my back and I blast a firebolt into
0: his stomach. Oh Ooh. my god. <laughs> Josh, you're a dead man. <laughs> okay. Uh roll me a D twenty. Um it's not gonna be an advantage. You're already fight like kinda of mm-hmm. fighting with him, um, so he's not completely unaware. Fifteen. That's a hit. Boom. Oh. Barely a hit, but that's a hit. That's a D20 or uh, D10, sorry. Nice, Romeo. Damage. Does he have anything flammable on him? Uh, no, he's wearing he's wearing just scra- like not even like real armor. It's just oh, okay. cloth. Seven. Seven nice. damage. So he takes seven damage. He does not die. Okay, but he lets out a scream. Can I break free? A frog while? scream. What <laughs> <laughs> a frog scream. I don't know. It's. <laughs> can, I, can I break free? Well, he's, yeah, I know you. No, he absolutely lets go of you and begins oh, nice. to. He begins to bat like the flames on his chest, and then he's pointing to you and pointing to you. And three other bullywugs quickly rush you. And run, they run, point, uh, They point their spears at your neck. No, like they're right. You uh, have to. You have to understand that. Like you're right in front of the cage. If the cage is here, yeah. Okay, there's 30 bullywugs that took you guys in. Mm-hmm. So it's not like there's any place that doesn't have a bullywug. Okay. You could maybe try and dart around the cage, but you'd have to get past two of their slippery hands. Ooh. Yeah, I want to try that. Okay, so you immediately dart to the right, try and get around the cages. Uh, one Bullywug attempts to grab you, so he's going to grapple check you, and you're going to try and slip away. Roll me a dexterity saving throw. That's uh, a 10. So he grabs you. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Another Bullywug attempts to do the same with a 7, and Nothing. you can try and, s- try and knock that guy off try if and, you'd like. Try and grapple check anyway. that one if you'd like. You know. it's a 7. Ooh, an even match. Ooh. One more time. Rock, All paper, right. scissors, or do you want to roll? We'll finish? roll again. Okay. We'll re-roll. Ooh, a 12, oh, plus one. You. Seven. Okay, so two bullywigs quickly grab you. I'm not strong, okay? <laughs> and the bullywig who got shot in the chest grabs a knife and puts it at your throat. He's about to slide it across when the king stands up and lets out this like long croak, like a bullfrog type of croak. Good, because that guy was going to die pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> the translator says, Stop what you're doing! can't really do anything. I'm, I'm held up here. Okay, so he says, bring that one back. And the Bullywugs very carefully shuffle you back to in front of the king. They put you down on your knees again, unless you'd like to resist that.
1: Ah, you know what? Please, <laughs> go with it. <laughs>
0: I won't resist this time. So, he says, the translator says, you may not have tribute, but your power is certainly of use to us if you want your freedom back. My power? Oh well, yeah, you just shot a fireball yeah. at them. There aren't many Bullywug magic users. There are Bullywug shamans, but this... You haven't seen one yet here, so... The translator, whose name is actually Gax... Back, uh, Gax looks back to you, our bright lord, and says... End of you. You have no tribute to offer. Your armor is certainly shiny.
2: Look, there's no way I'm giving up that armor. It's all that I've got on me. I had to kill someone to get it back...
0: And then what else do you have to offer? Sexual favors. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> no, if you actually say that, roll me a d twenty. We'll see where this takes us. But uh, I am down. <laughs> Look, usually a hand job is rough, but these guys have pretty slimy fingers. You could. <laughs> It's not the worst creature to get a rough handy from. Although you'd be the one giving the rough handies. Oh, God. Anyways. Share some brightness under them. What do you have to offer? He asked you what you had to offer, so.
2: Well, I have some gold, but I would like to keep that for myself. This
0: is not up to you, traveler. (laughs) You have only half of it. And he says, we require a minimum of... 100 gold oh my pieces. god! Fuck, here's your 100 gold. Set me free. You do pay 100 gold? Okay, so you lift up your coin purse, you drop out 100 gold. You have 160 gold. Holy oh, fuck.
2: You're a noble, come I on. Have five.
0: <laughs> yeah, you could never pay this. No, absolutely not. <laughs> okay, so you drop it out. On the ground, or do you drop it out yeah, on the... Make them
2: work for it. Uh, I'll push the guys out of the way and mm-hmm. use your
0: gold. Like, do you do you give them the whole coin purse, or are you, like, dumping out 100 gold yeah, onto 100, the... 100, just 100. Yeah, so you're dumping it out onto, like, the throne platform. Sure. Okay. Do it on the ground. So, the Bullywugs immediately retract their spears and, you know, b- put the butts of the spears to the ground so they're standing upright. And Gax looks to box the king, who then... Gives like a, a nod, nods at it, and then says, you are now a free citizen in our lands.
2: Must be nice.
0: <laughs> I yell that in the background. I'm going to
2: yell, what does this grant mean?
0: He says, Vox would like to throw a feast in his own honor. Well, of course. Yes. You are welcome to attend, but please make use of our guest quarters. I, I will attend this dinner. It will be, it's now morning time, like it's early hours of the morning, so you're more than welcome to use the guest quarters but please refrain from leaving the town for the rest of the day. As you say. (laughs) The Bullywugs then dissipate and Vox returns to what looks like a very large hut which is behind his throne room and Josh, you are returned to the... (laughs) (laughs) The what? The cage. He (laughs) he seems to not have... uh, Now that this whole debacle has taken place he seems to be not interested in Whatever powers you, at least for now. Do you didn't get to fight back this time? Would you like to? Yeah, I would absolutely <laughs> like to. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, what would you like to do, Josh? They're picking you up off the ground. They're walking <laughs> you to the cage. Oh, I'm gonna ask the twins, I planeswalk. <laughs> everyone, the planeswalker class, as we saw in the first episode when you became super angry, that was kind of involuntary. But now you're, yeah, you're actually. I doing just want to get out the of the planes walking ability. Do you have that at the very first level? I hope so. Okay, so you do have the ability to do it. Yeah, so I, I'm just gonna concentrate for a minute. Okay. And just planes walk out of there. So you're not gonna fight them on the way to the cages? No, no, no. Fuck them. They take you to the cage, lock it with what looks like a pretty secure iron lock.
2: Where's the old man
0: when you need him? <laughs> <laughs>
2: just shake the lock and it <laughs> just
0: opens. That was probably one of the funniest. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you've been concentrating for a minute and disappear, I'm assuming? Yeah. Into, the, into a plane, of exi- yeah, a different plane of existence. I don't know which plane, I just... Here's going. Yeah. As you disappear, every other person in the cage seems very worried, but, I mean, you're not there to see it, because you're heading off to that very nice accommodations. the nice accommodations that you have, and you're just amongst other prisoners. I'm in hell. And that's where we're going to leave off for you guys, but you gain 100 experience points. Our Bright Lord gains 100 experience points. Yes! For paying tribute and you gain 50 experience points for three times a cage
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i still have not leveled up yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a plot line man i'm giving you experience points for being on the ride how many do you have now Ah, uh, that would be two fifty. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Oh, dear me. We're gonna pick it up, though, with Fievel Mazenthrov. I am uh, rare to go. Fantastic. So last yeah, we man. left off for those people who maybe missed the last episode or just want a quick recap. Fievel Mazenthrov was walking through the marshes. He then came across a figure in a hood. Turns out that she is a female lizard folk of a tribe who has been suffering of scale rot but also onslaught from the Bullywugs, who use their overwhelming numbers to kind of take out the superior fighters of the Lizardfolk tribe. They've lost a bunch of their fighters to the Bullywugs, and they've been captured, and they're now being kept there. You were given a proposition by Arta, the Lizardfolk female that you met, and her grandfather, a Lizardfolk male who's fairly old. You weren't given his name, nor did you ask. That's okay. It's now the early hours of the morning. And whether you would like to sleep or not, he did give you permission to gather what you need from the small community of lizard folk, and or you can explore for the day. But you are now outside that grandfather's or like the, you know, he's kind of the big chief around campus. You're outside of his quarters and Arta stands beside you. The morning sun is filtering through the mangroves and you hear the song of birds in the distance. Mangrove birds. Not quite sure what they are, but it's pleasant to your little mouse ears. And Arta seems to, you know, breathe a, a, a breath of calm, a nice sigh. She goes, ah, it's a nice, beautiful morning, isn't it, Fievel?
1: I, uh, take a deep breath.
0: <sighs> smells like a swamp.
1: <sighs> Just like home. <laughs> I, uh, I call upon my toad.
0: Your toad is off in the distance. He's currently hunting large dragonflies. Live in the swamp. My right. brothers. Uh, You're a dragonborn. <laughs> <laughs> Not a dragonfly.
1: I oh, right. wish. Well, telepathically, I tell him to meet back within an hour.
0: How far away does that tele- telepathy work? Is it 100 feet or 100, 200 feet? 100 feet. Okay.
1: 100 feet, I can know his exact location, but I always know what
0: direction he's in. Okay, you know what direction he's in? He's to the south, deeper into the mangroves, but he's further away than 100 feet from you. Okay. So he'll be back. He'll he'll be around. She you love you? Yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> love is a strong word, but he does he does he does like you. Arta says. So, what are your plans for the day? She kind of takes a stretch. You know, she's been out all night hunting. Hmm.
1: Well, you no. Know, when I was finding those bollyogs, it didn't really go as planned. So maybe some target practice. You know, got to work this sling
0: arm out. I like the way that you think. Arta says. Arta tells you that she'll only be a few minutes. She's going to drop off the swamp rat that she had caught right in front of you skewered with that arrow and then she'll be rearing to go she's eager to see your stealth and your skills in combat you better be ready (laughs) okay
1: disappointed (laughs) (laughs) perhaps
0: maybe not she walks away and you can't help but notice the shapely features of her lizard folk form Mm. mostly her butt I'm the DM, so I'll, I'll be making the butt comments, but roll me a d20. 19. It's nice. Wow. Shapely. That's good. Okay. She seems to drop off the swamp rat out front of one of these stone structures. They look very old, as we talked about previously. They're covered in vines um, and other foliage. She drops it off at a makeshift stone table. It's more like a slab where an elderly lizardfolk man is... Slicing up swamp rat, bats, other creatures that seem to have been caught by the tribe. Behind him, in this little stone hut, you smell very pleasant smells. Food that, you know, seems like if it—if you didn't know it was in it, you'd probably smell and, you know, you'd probably be more apt to eat it. My tail wags anyway. Okay, fantastic. She then turns to look at you and, you know, kind of flicks her hood out of the way. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of... Shyly, but, you know, she's confident. Shy but confident. I don't know if that's a thing. (laughs) And she beckons you to follow. I beckonly do so. (laughs) God, do you know words? (laughs) I'm a mouse! Playing the intelligence game. As you approach and as you kind of follow in her footsteps, she... And I'm assuming you walk up beside her, right? Mm -hmm. Fantastic. So as you walk up beside her, she looks out past the village and then kind of recounts a story of you know the time when she remembers being a young hatchling and the lizard folk were very strong and proud people but then through years of warring with first of all like the hobgoblins who seem to have come into the mangroves and then humans and then bully it's just outside race after outside race they seem to have been you know downtrodden but she tells you that there are large creatures in the swamp apt for the taking she says that most notably on the outside of the swamp and to more of the southern border, there are large boars which tend to congregate and uh, and roam. And she says if you're up for it, she'd love to see you tackle one of those. Singing a couple cans, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she says if you need practice, there are there are bats which hang from some of the trees in the early hours of the morning, and you can definitely snipe a few of those.
1: Tell her no. I'm, my my big prize kind of guy. Big
0: prize
2: kind of guy. Yes.
0: She says that about a week ago, two lizard folk children, hatchlings, disappeared in the in the swamp, and they're not sure what did it. Huh. She says it they left behind no trace of them, and that this could probably be a large beast of some sort. Hmm. She can take you to where they were last seen if you're interested in hunting that down. Yes, let's let's do so. Okay, fantastic. As you walk towards that area. You can't help but notice that the swamp, though kind of gross, is awfully beautiful in the early hours of the morning. As we've discussed before, the light is coming through the trees. And you notice that if you walk just right, you can actually avoid all of that gross, slimy stuff. She seems to be walking mostly on the roots of the mangrove trees. So if you choose to, you can follow that path as well. As you approach, however, you notice a small, tiny hood. Probably a larger, probably a smaller part of, like, uh, a hatchling's clothing. It's in the in the mud.
1: You know, do a perception check to see
0: if we can uh, figure out any traces of the beast. Okay. Or of for whatever did it. Seven. Uh, you don't see any traces of what could have done it, aside from the fact that there there's a around in and around the area. There seems to be a lot of vines, a lot of growth around here, and the hood has a couple leaves on it, hmm. which don't look like they're from the surrounding area. So, can
1: I do a perception check on the vines? Sure. 13.
0: The vines seem to be more green than the surrounding vines, which are more of like a dark green. They're more of a mauve color. Is mauve purple or is mauve green? Mauve's purple. Fuck. Purple. More of a deep forest green. Like, the vines around here are like brownish green. Okay. We're going to say mauve just because.
1: (laughs) So, (laughs) we're changing the colors. (laughs) Does that green... The bright one, like, follows, right? So can I just follow that vine to, like, what I'm
0: assuming is the source? It's a... It's like a, a, a fraction of a... It's like a piece of a vine. Oh, okay. At That's either end, it seems like it's brushed off of something, or... or It doesn't look like it's growing here. Mm-hmm. It looks like it was dropped here. Okay. I ask her if she has seen this before. She looks down at it and examines it, and then she kind of lets out, like, an, like a defeated sigh. And she says, The creature's they've returned I say what creatures she says we don't have a name for them but we only know that they're born of lightning
2: wow <laughs> thanks for your input <laughs>
0: I ask her if she has any
1: other valuable information that she can share on these species romey d20
0: six she tells you that they're immense and they're one with the forest I ask her if, like, let's continue on. Okay. She continues to walk forward, but then looks to her right, and she points out some more of these pieces of vine and foliage. They seem to lead off in an eastward direction. Okay. I say after you, my lady. So she nods at you and kind of smiles and then continues eastward. Now, she follows this path of foliage for a ways. She, however, loses it. In the swamp and she says, I, I don't see where it went, do you? Let me take a gander, my dear. <laughs> Thirteen. You do see a few pieces that head more in a southward direction. You kinda of backtrack a few steps and you see what you were what she missed. Okay.
1: Say so I tell her it's easier. The, because I'm closer to the ground. <laughs> Take no offense.
0: <laughs> nice. She laughs at that. Oh. She then kind of, her hand brushes up against the back of your ear and scratches it a little bit as oh. she walks past Ooh. you.
1: I, uh, like, thump her. My <laughs> foot just starts scratching myself. She's,
0: she's got the sweet spot. <laughs>
1: she knows me.
0: Fantastic. God, you need a girlfriend. <laughs>
1: uh, any girls listening? Uh, <laughs>
0: After that fantastic encounter, which has your heart beating a little bit quicker, she quickly puts a hand back and stops you in your tracks, and then she makes motions to her lips to be silent, and then she points forward. I'm too distracted, and I do this and look at (laughs) her. You shush her as well. Yes. (laughs) You don't want to look at what's going on. I I will look. Okay. That was just a a quick, you know, little... Bullywugs having sex. <laughs> oh God! You missed. You missed out <laughs> on some softcore Bollywood porn. Let me do twenty. Two. You see a bullywug. However, it's on the ground and it's dead. Give a mouth to mouth. It looks like it's half underneath a big bush, a big large mass of vines and bushes. It looks like it's been pummeled to death. It looks like half of its body's in this large mass of bushes and brambles. That was me. <laughs> have you killed a single creature yet on your own? I have. Nice. Oh, that one goblin. Good job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> up. This clearly couldn't have been you. The creature's completely dead.
1: <laughs> I've been in change for 95% of this story.
0: <laughs> All right, you um, chose the freed slave background. <laughs> Although I guess you did choose freed slave. Yeah, freed. We just haven't gotten free. there yet. <laughs> Almost. Yeah. Sorry, I got. I t- I ran with it. All right. <laughs> it's a build up. Okay,
1: well, I'm gonna take out my trident, and then I just tell her that are gonna kind of, like split up. We'll approach from like both sides, but
0: just be aware. So she approaches from the other side, and she nimbly, light, like lightly steps from root to root, not making nary a sound. In fact, she rolls a seven, <laughs> plus her dexterity up two. Oh. So fantastic for her. Oh, wow. I'm averagely stealthy. Um, (coughs) What would you would you like to move with stealth as well? I will. You roll me two stealth checks to get to around this small clearing. Ten. So whether it was because of your lack of stealth, it was most likely because of Arta's lack of stealth. In fact, she still has one more stealth check to make, but it's a nat 20.
1: Oh, wow. Ooh, this definitely... <laughs> <be>
0: yeah, <laughs> so... Silent is a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> something from within the large mass of vines and brambles pulls the bully wood further in, until only its arms, which are, like, above its head, and its head are still visible. Pull oh, it out, It does like you're target practicing anymore. Arta locks eyes from you from across this clearing of mangrove trees. She then points to the large mound of brambles and bushes and she kind of makes like a fist to hand motion kind of like an attack signal all right. Yeah, I
1: yeah. I look back and say, like,
0: got it. Okay, cool. What would you like to do?
1: I pull up my sling Okay, and uh,
0: fire a rock into the bush. Thirteen. Okay, so you miss the bush, Oh. and the rock goes whizzing past, <laughs> and it doesn't hit Arda, though, so fantastic job on that. But it does land amongst the trees and makes a clattering sound. All of a sudden, the bully wood that was being moved further into the bush stops, and there's silence. Just like that. Just like that silence <laughs> there. <laughs> I I do something.
2: (laughs) Okay,
1: I tell her to like get down, and Chavis is gonna make a sound, but it's gonna kind of like originate from closer to the bush. I just wanted to like see if this whatever it is will like react.
0: As you're doing that, she draws slowly and carefully a scimitar, and pulls an iron shield. From her back. Ooh. Okay, she seems to have more of like a, an up close melee attack going on right now, as opposed okay. to her ranged bow. She can get right up there.
1: All right. She likes getting dirty. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs>
0: Irrelevant. <laughs> Don't talk about his girl like yeah. that. Gosh, Bright my girl, You're supposed to be a. Whatever. Bro- <laughs> <laughs> <Super laughs> okay. Hot takes <laughs> from <Sam. laughs> Okay. So, what would you like to do? So, Trevis is going to make a sound. Yes, he's going to make a human baby crying. This, and it'll it'll be where's he gonna make that sound well he's
1: gonna cover on top of where the bush is I don't know like 30 feet above
0: or, right yeah cool so he'll uh he'll mimic that sound awesome okay so he mimics the sound of a baby up in the air the silence continues but a vine from the large bush shoots up into the air and tries to grab travis scatter <gasps> <Got> <laughs> can travis be hit by stuff
1: He's ghostly, like, he's he's kind of like ectoplasm, and then he could he keep... If I... I just have to, like, we sit down and just. meditate, and he comes back. So, yeah, he can get hit, but he can't die. Okay, so it doesn't hit him, but it definitely
0: comes close to him. All right,
1: I tell him to Roger back onto my shoulder here. <laughs> okay, <Travis> returns. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to fire another sling into the uh, bush.
0: Okay, let do 20. 14. You missed the bush again, but this time it hits the water near the edge of this big pile of vines, and from the large pile of vines, it kind of grows and stands taller, and now you realize that it's not something inside the vines, it's the vines itself, oh God. and a creature itself. What you're staring at is a shambling mound, and it quickly rushes towards you and attempts to hit you. What's your AC? It's 15. Okay, so a miss, uh, but a close miss. From the distance, you hear the crashing sounds of a creature through the underbrush. <gasps> oh my gosh! My Toad! <laughs> Your Toad has appeared. Yeah. He is behind you and leaps in front of you to protect you from the Shambling Mound. Ooh. But it's now a combat scene. So let's roll initiative and let's yeah. see where it takes us. Okay, that's <laughs> 21. Oh, nice. Arta rolls an 18. Plus two. two. Oh, yeah, oh. we are good. You are good. The Shambling Mound gets a nine but that's 9 minus 1. Oh wow. So that's so that's neat. Very nice. Your does your toad get the same initiative as it you do? It does. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. So, first up is you and your toad. Okay. Intrevis if but he can't attack. So, so I'm,
1: I'm going to explain this little like evolution thing for the the fans out there. So, oh, yeah. okay. because because of my level up, the toad does get evolution points which could, like by means just gives it boosts. For level two, I get five points, and then there's a whole, like, chart from what I could pick from. Mm -hmm. For the level two stage, the stuff that I decided on was I'm going to give him a boost that'll duplicate its head. So now the toad is now going to have two heads. So he has two heads. Yes.
0: That's a double-headed toad. Oh, dear. That's
1: legitness. He's also going to get improved natural armor, which just boosts his AC by two. Okay. And he also gets energy attacks on top of his normal attacks, so it'll just add fire, electrical, acid damage on top of like if he hits. You know? Jesus. Yeah, it's just it's 2d4.
0: I feel like if, I should have read these. Yeah. Isn't this classes, a little more key for level two? Um,
1: but I have to pick
0: these. Like yeah, I feel I feel like well, the one thing I'm, I'm gonna ask is for the double head. Does he get two attacks? Yeah. Okay, he, I don't know. Technically, how I feel about t- this, <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> like. I just get plus one damage. That's a <laughs> plus one damage is pretty op, though. Weapons that do plus one damage are fairly expensive. I just learn languages. <laughs> <laughs> no, one and would... I
1: haven't got there yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm okay with it.
1: Because I there's other stuff I could pick.
0: From. If it's canon, as far as the home, if it's homebrew canon, then I'm gonna So you can do you first or your toad first. It's up to you.
1: Okay, so first off I'm gonna give us both so there's there's this thing in level two that gets spell sharing, so whatever I cast on myself he also gets. Cool. So I'm gonna do just the jump ability as I used in episode one. Yeah. So I'm gonna use that on myself and the toad is also gonna gain that and
0: I am going to ride him. Cool. So you mount, some would say. Fantastic. So you hop on top of the toad and you give yourselves both the jump ability. His jump's going to be increased, I believe, to 60 feet. Yes. Your jump's going to be increased to 20 feet. Or is it? I
1: don't even know if I could jump that high.
0: Okay, yeah. (laughs)
1: Probably around like
0: 15 or something like that. 15 feet. Yeah, cool. Well, I mean, you can probably jump, what, 5 feet? We're going to go 10. Okay jump 10 feet what's also important to recognize just for a moment is what are you, what kind of riding style are you choosing because for our listeners combat on top of amount depends so you can either for you it's different right because you guys are telepathically linked okay mm-hmm. but you're not going to be able to tell him where to go if you choose to to control him. Like, if you choose to control him, you can tell him where to go. Yeah. If you choose to let him jump around and do his own thing, you can also attack at the same time. Yeah, so that's, I'll do this the second option. Cool. So he's going to jump around, kind of listening to your telepathic commands. You've imbued yourselves with jump. What's the giant toe going to do? Just going to double attack. Nice. Roll me two d20s. Right. Six. So it's a miss. Four. Also a miss. Double attack. Zero hits. It's now moving over to Arta, who's going to rush forward and slash through the vines with her scimitar doing like a... a like he, she kind of slides along the ground and slices horizontally, but she misses. Mm. Thankfully, she gets two attacks with her scimitar, oh, wow. but she misses that attack as well. You guys yeah. are doing fantastically so far. That was a 7 and a 4, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, you know. yeah. The Shambling yeah, Man is not having it, though. Oh. He attacks Arta once and attacks you, all your, oh, your giant toad, the second time. So the Arta attack, he rolls an 11, and that is plus... Yeah, that's a hit. So, he's going to do... First hit of the night. 2d8 damage. <laughs> she takes 9 damage total. Alright? That's hefty. I'm not impressed. <laughs> Begin to be impressed. He then attacks your giant toad. And that's a hit as well. Doing 2d8 damage. Is 9. Plus 4. Ooh. Wow. Yeah.
1: Toadie, no! <laughs> <laughs> What's
0: his name, by the way? I've yet to muster up you a name. You said the next yeah. time. <laughs> the next time. Maybe after this battle when you kind of get a feeling for yes, I, I don't want to rush my companion's name. He's going to die before you name him. Good.
2: <laughs> what the <laughs>
0: <laughs> Okay, it's now back up to the top with you and your toad. All right. What would you like to do? Yeah, I'm just going to rock at him with my sling. Okay. 19. That's a hit. Oh. 5 damage. Nice the shambling mount a rock penetrates through and it lets out like a grumbling sound but it does not seem to be phased very much by this small stone attack what does your giant toad do
1: oh double bite
0: nice from your way only two d20s 11 nope so he misses as well art is going to get her two attacks with her scimitar she's going to hit once and she's gonna hit twice, ladies and gentlemen. Oh boy. I love her. <laughs> Do you say that out loud? Yes. <laughs> she's uh, she's really focused on combat right now, but she kinda <laughs> smiles in your direction. She does a total of. Oh my gosh, she has 14 damage. Jeez, I have blood. Great job, Rota. Okay, the Shambling Mount attacks your Toad huh? again. It seems to think that he's the only one who's his size. He's kinda worried about that. Hmm. But he misses the first attack with a 2, but he hits the second attack with a 14. 11 Ooh. your toad has so far taken taken 24 damage oh god how do you feel about that you know name nice. him
1: 24 it's got high hp uh... you should
0: name him 24 what's <laughs> the main character from 24 you should name him that anyways yeah all right next up is yourself and your toad oh more rocks coming your way baby <laughs> okay so you're slinging again definitely not your highest powered attack new plan new plan not gonna sling no is it based on what i said there no. I'm supposed to not influence gameplay. No. Uh, I feel like I do.
1: You you encouraged a new idea. Fantastic. It. I didn't follow through with my
0: first one, so it was still up in the air.
2: Okay.
1: All right. I am uh, telepathically going to tell my toad to jump. Okay. As he jumps, I'm going to hop on to this mass of vines. Jesus. Okay. And aim- what are you going to do? Aiming for like the head area. And then... So I'll, I guess I just have to like hold on for one action because I can't really do anything else. But... I will ready my trident for the next turn.
0: Would you like to maybe ready your trident now and then do the jump thing? True. that is might, might yes. be smarter. Yes. Okay. Correct. I just think him, hopping on top it. of a shambling no, mountain no, vines. Let him do it. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. You said it. It's happening. <laughs> <yeah>. Okay. This is something I say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you ready your trident. Your yeah. Toad's obviously going to attack with his two heads. Roll me two d20s for that. Uh, his name's Jack Bauer, by the way. Way. Your one That's a one for everyone listening at home. Your one toad bites the other toad's head. Oh, wow. I'm <laughs> <Stop> fighting. <laughs> uh, and you said it was OP, Bright Lord. It is OP. Okay, so roll the damage. It's a 1d10. Eight. So he does eight damage to himself, but he's not going to take the poison damage. I'm pretty sure toads are resistant to poison damage. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. So that means he's at 32. Don't know if that bothers you or not. It does. How much health does he have? Seven. Left? So, so, yes. Yeah. Oh, dear. Also, the the main character from 24 is Jack Bauer. Call something him something to think about. Yeah. But well, maybe one head's Jack one head's Bauer. Ooh. Ooh. He Together might. they're Jack Bauer. Something to think about if the toad actually lives I through like this name, yeah. <clears throat> Next up is Arta. Arta's going to slash again with her scimitar twice. She seems to be very good at that. Her scimitar breaks though. Mm. Possibly against the stone that you threw in there. Who knows. <sighs> but it chips it chips into her scimitar and she drops the hilt. She quickly dashes backwards. The Shambling Mound is gonna try and like lash out a vine to quickly get her, but that's a miss, so good for her. And on her next turn, she's gonna take out her bow. So that's kind of like her game plan. She now has no other, she's not gonna start attacking with her small knife. That doesn't seem to be a good idea. The Shambling Mound, however, is going to follow her and attack her twice. Mm. That's a hit on the first one and a miss on the second one. He deals a whopping four, plus four is eight, plus four is 12 damage artist still alive what is this thing oh, believe it or not a shambling mound would you like to try and recall with your memory i will okay Moment. i mean i won't i won't let you i won't make you take an action for it yep. but it's just interesting for our listeners to know too you'd probably be aware of them because you were from a swamp-like region a shambling mound sometimes called a shambler trudges ponderously ponderously oh, okay in a pond <laughs> 5e, folks, through black swamps, dismal marshes, and rainforests, consuming any organism matter in its path. The rotting heap of animated vegetation looms up half, again, as tall as a human, tampering into a faceless head at its top. It kind of consumes anything that's organic. And uh, it's not inherently evil, but it's definitely not good. But you're definitely aware of these creatures' existence. They're kind of born of, like, lightning. Yeah,
2: it's hmm. pretty dope. Yeah, it's cool.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, your turn. So uh, your trident is readied. Yeah. So that's fantastic.
1: Instead of going with the jump idea, I'm going to cast a second spell. Good berry. Nice. Get those ten berries. And I'm going to huck them all in the toad. One of the, five and five. You know what? Let's let's <laughs> throw them all in equal shares. You so know.
0: you're going to drop your trident and do five and five. No. <laughs> no. So you're just going to feed. Yeah, the toad. I'm going to. Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: So, what do those berries do? So each of them give, uh, like, each berry gives one HP, and it's there's ten of them, so it's ten health, and it okay. nourishes the consumer for the day.
0: Cool. So you give your toad ten health through berries. Yes. Fantastic. So he's now at twenty two. He's down twenty two. I yeah. should say. Okay. Um, so he's got considerably more health, which is good. So you feed him ten berries, and that's you your force turn. Feed him? I'm, I'm assuming that. Well, it, it wasn't really a choice that the toad made. <laughs> I'm assuming the toad's going to attack twice. Yeah. Roll me 2d20s. Hopefully this can start paying off for you. You guys start to do damage. 12 plus 2, 14. Are you sure it's plus 2? Because I'm almost certain that it's not. Unless he's getting your proficiency. Does he? Because uh, he shouldn't. No, he doesn't get my proficiency. Yeah. I, I wrote down all the like stats. Because his bite is plus 4 to hit. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Which means that... So it's plus 6 then. No, because, no, in the, in the monster manual, if it says plus four to hit, he gets plus four ah, to hit. Ah, I see, okay. Yeah, it's like plus two for his strength, plus two for, yeah, his God, proficiency. Okay. So i probably just missed that, then. If the target is grappled, they can try and escape mm-hmm. until the grapple ends. If the target is restrained, the toad can't bite another target. But the creature, this guy isn't medium, so he can't swallow the shaman no. All right. Quite impressive. <laughs>
1: so it's Fantastic. 16, then. Okay,
0: so. That's a hit. A right, jack hits. And oh, Bauer does not hit. Okay. So Jack hits roll me one D ten plus poison damage. Eight. Nice.
1: And then the poison nine. And then there's the elemental damage. And I'll make it fire.
0: Okay, cool. All
1: right, he has to make a wisdom saving
0: throw. His wisdom saving throw is eighteen plus zero. So eighteen.
1: Okay. So he succeeds but he still gets one D four damage. So he takes two fire
0: damage. Fantastic, good stuff. So your Jack hits with a massive bite, a little bit of flames coming out of his mouth, a little bit of poison too. I'm starting to think this Toad's a little OP. I think Same. I think his total damage output each turn could be 40 damage.
1: Yeah,
0: because one D10, one D10, one D10, one D10. Yeah, it's that's real
1: OP. I mean, at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, think it'll think about it, you can't really. Yeah, but you keep leveling up though as we go. You, yeah, you just gets his, his
0: bite won't level though. And it's not like he can... I um, guess. He'll never be able to do more than that. We'll have a discussion about it, and hopefully the fans won't be disappointed when we decide. But I think, honestly, it's fine. I'm going to let it happen. It's all a homebrew, people. There are no rules. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, so it is now Arta's turn. She draws her bow. So that's her turn. Okay. But she takes cover behind a tree. Complete cover, by the way. So she's going to pop out from her cover. She's going to shoot a couple of arrows Then the next turn. That's so hot. It's the Shambling... <laughs> it is hot. <laughs> the Shambling Mounds turn. He attempts to vine whip you and knock you off of the giant toad. Hmm. Then he attempts to hit the giant toad with his next attack. Oh, yeah. His first attack... What's your AC again? Doesn't matter. It's a 19. No. <laughs> so he hits you. <laughs> <laughs> Fievel, you take 8 damage. Does he have to do a uh, strength savings? Yeah, you can do... Yeah, we'll, we'll do a strength saving throw to see if you remain atop your frog, <laughs> Toad. What? Oh my oh, gosh. Wow. Not only do you remain on there, but the vine breaks in half as it hits you. You take half damage from that. Oh, what? So only four instead of eight. Wow. Right? And the creature takes one damage. Wow. Because you broke one of his vines on your super strong mouse body. <laughs> you, so... flex them. for your girl? <laughs> Look at me now. I I
1: suck my gut in and make it seem like
2: I'm all muscular and shit for you. I thought she was hiding behind a tree. (laughs) She She didn't didn't see see any of that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, let's see if Can you do that again? No, she (laughs) didn't. Alright, and the next attack was directed towards your toad, but the shambling mound accidentally sticks its shambling mound vines. The hero the one by the way. So he sticks them inside Jack's mouth. Kinda of diddles them around a little bit. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> Jack obviously doesn't like that. <laughs> Clamps down and gets an automatic bite damage. Oh. And poison damage. Okay, fine. And elemental. Jesus. <laughs> uh or uh, not that one. What the?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Eight I mean, dice for destroyed in care. case anyone was listening to that. He's drunk. <laughs> four,
1: four, normal, um, seven poison, and four fire.
0: So fifteen altogether. Is that correct? Oh God. Seven, uh, unless,
1: Seven, unless seven
0: and four is eleven. Yeah, and then four again. No, yeah,
1: the math is right. He's got to roll to make sure he doesn't take double. The double, double elemental. elemental. Jesus. Uh, if he rolled an eleven
0: plus zero, what's that? It, does he take the extra? Yeah, he does, because it's 13. Okay, cool. Okay. Roll me an extra d4. Uh, three. Cool. So he takes 18. 18 damage. Oh, wow. More than my full health. just stir the pot? Okay. Uh, the Shambling Mound seems pissed, but he looks overall in good health, as it is now. Artis turn. She takes half cover still halfway half behind the tree and looses off two shots from her bow with supreme accuracy she rolls a seven which is a miss and a 19 Mm. which is absolutely a hit it's a long bow so she's gonna do six plus two damage so she does eight damage which is fantastic and now it is the shambling man's turn pissed at jack Mm. just pissed at jack attempts to attack it twice it did not really get what it wanted out of you so he attacks twice with that. He misses Jack on the first attack. Oh my gosh, I dropped a dice. <laughs> but it's a six on the second attack. So a five and a six, he misses both attacks. Feeling good. I hope so.
1: All right. Well, seems like I'm just gonna amp these uh, Jack and Bower up. So I'm gonna. Uh, no. yeah, all right. No. Yeah. Yeah. I do have three uh, level one spell slots now. So cure wounds on. Jack- cure
0: wounds on Jack and Bauer. Roll me a D eight. Eight. Oh my gosh! Wow! What a roll! Eight, <laughs> Eight plus your spellcasting modifier, please. Plus three. Nice. Jack's down eleven health, so he went from negative twenty-two to negative eleven. Can't argue with that. He's doing real well. Okay, and next up is Jack's turn. Yes. So two attacks. Jack attacks. Jack bites Bower in the head. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> Didn't take poison. So, so four. The four. Jack and Bower at negative fifteen. What does Bauer do? Does he bite back? No. He no. probably bites the Shambling yes. Mount. Roll me a d20. He'll, he'll take care of the other head later.
1: <laughs> uh, 16 plus
0: 4. That is a hit, ladies and gentlemen. And so 7. Then he's going to roll his Wisdom. Fantastic. He rolls a 4. Okay. He's taking double. So 11 damage. Yep. The Shambling Mount is very upset, but it's Arta's turn, so she is at half cover, loses off two more arrows, a 19 and a 3. So the 19 absolutely hits. We roll our 1d8, she gets 6, Another, so it's another 8 damage total. Uh, she's doing well. Gosh, why can't we roll it? Okay, <laughs> it then rushes over to Arta, and its mass kind of like squeezes itself between the mangrove trees, and then engulfs her. So the Shambling Mound can engulf a creature that is medium or smaller. And it has to grapple it, so it's going to attempt to grapple her and then engulf her, okay? Okay. It rolls a 14 plus, and Mm -hmm. I have 4 on its strength, so 18. Art has got to beat that 18, or she's going to become engulfed. She becomes engulfed. (laughs) She rolled a 7. So she finds herself grabbed and lashed onto with the vines, and then you see her disappear into the Shambling Man's body. Oh, God. You're not sure what happens. All you can hear are her screams, and then no more screams. Bye-bye. Kill this thing. <laughs> okay, so it's now your turn. What would you like to
1: do? Do, do I get advantage on this because it turned to, it disengaged from me? You can get an
0: opportunity attack. Oh yes, I should have said that as it ran away from you, uh, You should have gotten opportunity. Just attacks. me
1: or all three of them? All three of you. Oh wow. Oh my god. Oh, this thing's well,
0: dead. Eh? is it though? 15 mine Okay, so you stab it with a trident on its way past you. Roll me your damage. Is it trying? Only 1d6? Yeah. That sucks. 1d6, mm. yeah. So it's 5 plus 2? Okay, and then we'll get third fight. Okay, right, so... We
1: we'll get two rolls, right? Because it's...
0: It's opportunity it's attack. opportunity, not advantage. Oh, okay. Okay. okay yeah. For those of you who don't know, advantage is where you get... You have an advantage on your target, so you get to attack twice. Or you roll twice, and you take the higher roll. But you don't have advantage. You stab it on its way over, it then grabs Arda. She is engulfed, and now we're back up to your turn again. Right, uh, you're gonna have to. It's now 20 feet away from you. Okay. Well, I'll get my
1: uh, Jack and Barry to hop. Okay. Ten feet, and then I'll
0: dismount. Well, you can't. I mean, you can telepathically be in control with them, right? Okay. But you, because you've decided to attack and have actions, you can't tell him where to go. He's gonna oh, do something. Like I
1: can't switch.
0: Them. Yeah, he's gonna fight for you, and he's gonna attack whatever's. Upsetting you Yeah But he's not gonna Listen to like Hop 16 feet to the right okay. Northwestern Lee <laughs> I don't do.
1: think he'd Listen to that anyway
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's a pretty smart toad He's got two heads Double brain Wow That doesn't mean It's my <laughs> Yeah Edens are pretty Fucking stupid They've <laughs> got two brains <laughs> Okay What would you like to do Take How your time How tall is it How tall is it Is yeah. a large creature yeah. So it stands as tall As Jack Bauer Yeah Not when he hops how many hops away?
1: No, I said not when he hops.
0: Okay, yeah, not when he hops, no. That would be a 60-foot-tall shambling mound.
1: So I'm thinking Jack and Bauer are going to hop up their, their full height and mm-hmm. then slam down on this mound. Okay. And then as, as they do so, I'm going to dismount onto it. Okay, jabbing
0: in my uh, trident. I'm not sure that the slam down is going to do as much damage as you think it's going to do.
1: No, that, I'm not. It's just a way to get there.
0: You're right, because your friend has got engulfed in a shambling mound, yes. and the best thing you can do is think of maybe dropping a 900-pound toad on it. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Break her body inside there. Love where it's going. Continue, please. Good body. Oh God! <laughs> well, you're jumping on top of the shambling now. So,
1: like, give me. Can you give me like a form that it's in?
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of imagine like a large spherical ball, but it's not perfectly spherical, obviously, right? It's okay. made of vines and so yeah, leaves. Yeah, it had like arms and like. No, it has a. It had it did have a head that was kind of protruding amongst everything else, <sighs> but now that it's engulfed it, the head's kind of like withdrawn.
1: Okay. All right. With that information, I'll just I'll. Do the hop 10 feet, and mm-hmm. then I think I'm just going to have to switch back to my ranged weapon. Okay. So that'll be me, and then they'll
0: have their attacks. Okay, cool. Go ahead. Right. Roll me a d20 for your sling. Well, you're going to have to switch back. First. Yeah, so, I it so it's so it's for there. Okay, so Jack and Bauer are going to leap forward close enough to attack, so they're within five feet, actually, because okay. they're just going to continue to run with the attack. Roll me their d20s.
1: That's a hit. It's
0: a miss. Fuck, Bauer! You don't do anything. Bauer hasn't hit once. (laughs) To be fair, he keeps on getting bitten by Jack. True. Eighteen. Wisdom. Yep, wisdom saving throw. Seventeen. Okay, so he only takes one. You got And two fire damage. Okay,
1: so the total on that. Uh, twenty.
0: Oh oh, oh, dear me, boy! The creature is still alive. Wow. Still kicking. Fucking die! (laughs) Seriously hurt though. Seriously injured. Next up is the shambling mound. It is going to attempt to slam Jack Bauer twice. It hits the first one and misses the second one. Jack Bauer takes nine damage total. Ouch! I can live with that. Next up is.
1: Shybol's yeah, well, got his uh, sling out, trying to fire some more rocks. Okay. I miss that, and Jack and Bauer are gonna go. Out with rocks.
0: <laughs> Rolling damage before he's hit, and the other one hits. Nice. Roll me your damage. Two d10s. My oh boy Bauer.
1: 5 the fight. Nine on the acid, acid. and on base again.
0: Poison, I should uh, say. With some saving throw. Yep, that's a sixteen and one body damage. Cool, fourteen damage. Still alive. It's now Artist turn. She attempts to break free from inside the shambling man. You hear gasps, okay. but it sounds like she can't breathe. Mm. She does not break free. In fact, oh boy, it's you hear the crunching and cracking of bones from inside. Oh god, like she rolled a one. Ladies and gentlemen. So what happens we will only find out if the shambling man is defeated. It attempts to attack Jack Bauer twice and missing twice. Yes. That's a seven and a five, ladies and gentlemen. Now your turn. Your friend is being crushed to death.
1: Yes, right. I'm I'm gonna dismount mm-hmm. and I'm gonna charge and try and pry open to the part where I think she is, to kind of like get an opening.
0: So you're going to stab into it? Yes. Try, try and pry it open? Yes. Okay, I'm going to let you stab on one turn, and then your second turn can be like prying. What's he going to stab in with? His trident. Oh. Yeah, no, he, hurtful. yeah, it's not out. You got your sling oh, out. Oh,
1: God. I want her to die. <laughs> <laughs> you took
2: everything from me? <laughs>
1: she can't be my girl. Uh, 12 plus 4.
0: It's a hit. Nice. You pelt it with a rock as your friend is being crushed to death. And it smokes you in the face <laughs> yeah.
1: She gets her head out He gets <laughs> with a rock it's,
0: uh, Six Six damage total Cool. And then Jack and Bauer are going to attack Roll me 2d20s, hopefully this is it ladies and gentlemen Thirteen. Miss Come Thirteen. Oh, on Bauer Thirteen. Nice, oh, wow. there we Bauer. go Bauer attacks uh, Six, nice That's a four, four. so ten okay. It's going to roll its wisdom saving throw Against the elemental damage which it makes Oh boy! And four fire damage. So total uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Ooh! The shambling mound collapses. Yeah, into a shambling mound. <laughs>
2: a smaller one <laughs> into a bigger <laughs> one.
0: Congratulations on that on that defeat Ooh, there. Yeah. Boy. To be to be clear to everyone listening who doesn't have the monster manual open and available, that's a challenge rating five creature. Holy crap! And it did not hold back. The only reason why it didn't engulf you is because you were on top of a giant toad. So yeah. Um, <laughs> the reason why it engulfed Arda was because she was not on top of a giant toad. I should have told her this on. is a lesson for the listeners back home. Always, if you can, be on top of a giant toad. <laughs> Shit.
2: That's <laughs> why I've, I haven't leveled up yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because there were two of you fighting it. You gain 900 experience points. Oh, oh my wow. God. Do you want to give me 50 of those? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I believe that is... A level up. Level three. Level up. Congratulations. Yes. Can we uh, go back to Josh and I, I on a level up again? <laughs> <laughs> my planes walk. The shambling mound collapses. The vines dissipate and kind of fall around the form of your lizardfolk friend. She is unconscious. Uh and her breath is faint. As you rush over, I'm assuming. Yes, yes. To, to tend to her, you will. You see that both of her legs are broken, and you can see the bone through them. Mm-hmm. As well as her left arm, and her, she's having trouble breathing because it looks like her ribs are also destroyed. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I'm
1: gonna approach her, and with all my might, I'm gonna try and lift her on top
0: of. Oh my God! You're gonna lift a her broken body. Justin, just broken
2: ribs. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Fucking. Can't you heal her? Yeah, heal her. Or do
0: something. Shit on her. I don't know.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> How does that help, Sebastian? Either way, ladies and gentlemen, we did go over our time. Thank you so much for listening. To end off our pod, our episode, we have another level up. A fantastic fight scene between a shambling man. You guys got kind of far with your bullywug encounters. Josh is still a bull. Josh is still a slave. I'm gone.
2: I'm a free man. I'll never come back to this realm.
0: You probably will. And if you do, you'll be right back in that cage. <laughs> But for those who cage aren't aware, still there. when he planes walks, he returns back to the material realm in the exact same place that he left it. So that's cool. Yep. You are actually not a prisoner of the Bullywogs. However, it's it's like Hotel California. You can check out, but can you really leave? Those are the questions to leave you guys with. Mm. Thank you so much for listening. Love each other and love yourselves. I heard that today Bad. on the CBC and I liked it. Bad. Sort <laughs> of the day. <laughs> Always play d and be on top of giant toads. Walk out. Better.
2: Your Bright Lord Rogar, next time on Dicey D20.
0: I am the leader of the lizards! (laughs) His last words were, you lead my people. (laughs) Too long have the mice been downtrodden! (laughs) Give me some clothes. (laughs) An old man says, no, he's fine the way he is. I can't bear any more loss, Fievel. Kill him. So you don't have to.
1: All background music and audio comes from Tabletop Audio. If you're running your own campaign, visit tabletopaudio.com to find music for any situation.